hackers and violent criminals. 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to a very special 4th of July. I'm going to say it red, white, and boom holiday show. I can do a draw eye rolls from the what? ground. <laughs> We've got a very fun show wow. today. First off, be enjoyed by producer Garrett oh, and yeah. Joelle Cannon on this special holiday show. Happy 4th. It's Miss America Day. It is Miss America Day. That's correct. Uh, all right. On the show today, we're doing a little bit of an unusual show today. In the show today, what the, here's what we're doing. We're going to have a bunch of guests, and we're only going to have them on for a few minutes at a time. And I know 4th of July is a great day to go out and do parades and meet voters and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to have a bunch of guests on the show. And they're all going to answer the same three questions. The first question, what is your favorite thing about America? The second question, what is your best 4th of July memory? And your the third question is, what is your favorite patriotic song? Now... I already know I'm going to guess that we're going to get a whole lot of people saying freedom as their favorite thing about America and a whole lot of people picking Lee Greenwood as their favorite patriotic song. The guy from Canada. Lee Greenwood is from Canada. I did not know that. I'm learning things already. (laughs) It is also my favorite song. Uh, Don't answer the questions yet. We're going to answer the (laughs) questions in the 440 segment. Our answers to each of these three questions But first, as we get ready, our first guest of the day and joining us now on a very special 4th of July show, Congressman Mark Alford. Congressman Alford, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's so good to be with you on this great day in America. It really is. Congressman, I know you've got much better things to do than than talk on the radio, but we're, we're having a special show today. We're asking each person that calls in three very specific questions. One... What's your favorite thing about America? My favorite thing about America is our commonality. For a long time, I think the progressive, liberal, woke faction of our country has tried to sell us on the lie that diversity is what makes us strong. It is our commonality, the things that bind us together, uh, our hope, our aspirations, uh, the fact that we are granted our powers not through a government but through God and that we can help each other be the best that we can be, but we shouldn't be dependent upon the government uh, for our success. We need to uh, depend on God. We need to depend on hard work, uh, integrity, uh, the things that make America great. We have that in common. We need to work together, not just to make America great, but Americans great. Congressman Alford, what what's your best ever Fourth of July memory? Wow, <laughs> that's a good question. I, it's probably going to be the parade yeah. you're marching in this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, last year I did a lot of parades, and we were down in Webster County. Uh, that was the oh, hottest the Marshfield I have the, ever. Yes, and the Marshfield, Marshfield parade I, I think is the best parade in the state. That was the probably the most memorable. So a year ago today, uh, I, 
you know, I like to run in parades. So I was out in front of our truck with the Mark Oliver for Congress signs on it. And I had my cowboy hat on and I would zigzag, run across. I wanted to shake as many hands as possible. That parade went on forever. It was lined with thousands and thousands of people. I had the best time shaking hands. Uh, what a great parade. I, and I will say, because I grew up, I, I grew, when I graduated high school, I graduated the Marshfield area. Small town parades to me are way better than big city parades because in small towns, not only does the entire town show up, half the town is in the parade. Big towns, oh, yeah. you get like a few people showing up. Nobody knows anybody. But small towns, you are either standing at the route seeing all your friends or you're in the parade seeing all your friends. I absolutely, I think small town parades are the, the, the best thing. Uh, it's what America's all about. Absolutely. A lot of flags, a lot of candy. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. All right. Final question of our, our special 4th of July episode. What's your favorite patriotic song? Oh, it's got to be Lee Greenwood's. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. I Hold on. I take that back. I have a new one. It's an old song from 1995, Chris Ledoux, I Believe in America. We have started a podcast and a little radio show that we're doing from uh, the broadcast booth in the U.S. Congress uh, office building, Rayburn. It's called Mark Alford's America, and I use that as a theme song. I like so this. You, is great. What you said, Chris yeah. Ledoux. What's the name? I believe in America. I, be, I believe in America. It is such a good song. It is so timely. You know, he died. Uh, I don't know how many years ago, but this song will live forever. And it's 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 kind of underrated. You don't hear it a lot, but it is a great song. Congressman Mark Alford, if people want to know more about you, more about the Fourth Congressional District, the work you're doing, how do they follow along with the work that you're doing in Congress? Well, thank you so much. We have several ways to do that. You can go to our official uh, website, uh, Rep. Mark Alford. Uh, we have a, a great U.S. House site. We also are on social media, very active, uh, Mark Alford KC on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and uh, YouTube channel. Uh, again, we started this little radio show that's going out uh, through most of the district. Uh, it's a 22-minute show, very inspirational, very patriotic. We're trying to inspire people to greatness. It's called Mark Alford's America, and each week we interview someone in Washington who's making a difference to try to inspire people to greatness. You're going to love it. Congressman, thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great 4th of July. You too. Happy Independence Day. God bless America. Well, that was Congressman Mark Alford as we continue along in our very special 4th of July show today. And I'm glad he had a unique pick. That's that's a really interesting podcast that he does in Washington, D.C. Joelle, you've got a deep thought for the day. What's your deep thought? Well, I've been thinking about this this morning because I know, our, well, are we doing a snake draft later or no? Well, anyway. Yeah, like, we should. We should. So we're gonna, we both have to do a patriotic snake so draft. So if we're today. talking, like, <laughs> what's the most America thing or what do you love about your country? And I just keep thinking about how is it that we love our country and hate our government and and dealing with that because it's like a theme on the show right we talk a lot about well at least in my segment we talk a lot about the stuff the government does that's not awesome we don't like all of the elected leaders that we have um we don't like the decisions we don't like the way the country is sort of being run um and and this really is not a partisan thing even when maga ruled the white house like you know the government just isn't my favorite thing about our country but it's it's just kind of a weird thought, right? Well, I, first off, I think that's sort of historical. Even in the founding, people hated the government. 
We had the Federalists fighting the anti-Federalists. Yeah, they hated the other government, but then right. they set up their own. It's like when... No, 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 no. Like the Federalists and the anti-Federalists, yeah. they disagreed on the government. They did. The, so- the Southern states hated the Northern states. That's why the Three-Fifths Compromise ended up so they didn't divide the country from the get-go. I mean, I think hating your government is as American as anything else. Fireworks and apple pie. I and mean, I- you look at you look yeah. at Alexander Hamilton, the play Alexander Hamilton... The whole play, they literally have two songs called Cabinet Battles where they go to war and they're fighting duels because they hate each other so much. Like I think hating the government's pretty normal. And it it's, historically goes back even further than that. I mean, there are thousands of years of history of, in, in England, it comes to mind more than anything, of like loving Great Britain or loving England and hating the king or queen or whoever's in charge. It, it just kind of comes with it. You know, you love your country so much that you are maybe even sometimes a little overcritical of what the person running it is doing. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. I just I almost feel guilty celebrating because I'm like, I'm so annoyed at the government all the time, but here I am in my American flag dress. In, but the government, to be fair, is not America. That is true. It's not. Like, th- that's but the we last thing we well, want to them, define our country by is our government. But it is how probably like i mean the other other people are in the world they look like what is your country made of well who's your president i mean that's kind of like when you think of france do you know who the prime minister of france is i did markle i I don't know you think of like french wine or right you think of of french wine you (laughs) think of you know uh they're 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 weak when it comes to war you think of Switzerland, you think of neutrality and the banks and maybe skiing. You think of Spain, you think of Italy, it's food. Like, nobody thinks about, oh, when I think of Mexico, I think of their government. No. Well, like, that's true. I, I don't I don't think countries are defined by their governments. I, I think if, if, if governments are a sad reflection of the, the country, of the ideals of any country. And our government is no different than that. It's just weird because it's supposed to be reflective of. Well, at the end sure. of the day, we're allowed to get on the radio and say, wow, we really dislike our government right now. I mean, that that's the most patriotic thing is that we're that's on fair. we're on a conservative radio show and the White House is not conservative. I mean, in a lot of other countries, that would be outlawed and we would be hunted down. But I think we got another caller, Andrew Bailey, guys. I'm so excited for this one. Perfect. Joining us now on a very special Fourth of July show, State's Attorney General Andrew Bailey. Andrew Bailey, welcome back to the show. Hey, Mr. Speaker. Thank you for having me on. Hey, thanks for joining us. I know you've got lots of good things going on today that probably involve sparklers and fireworks and don't involve speaking on the radio, but we've got three quick questions. Wanted to run through them. First, and the most obvious, what's your favorite thing about America? Man, you know, to me, it's the freedoms we enjoy under the United States Constitution. And I think about the sacrifice that went into securing those freedoms and how we are stewards of that freedom and need to pass it on to the next generation. It's a legacy of enduring freedom handed down for the founding fathers and fought for by previous generations. And we need to make sure we're protecting that and handing it off to the next generation. I, I, I almost joked earlier today, I was like, we're going to have to count the number of times that we, we, we hear freedom. But I feel like that's sort of a Fourth of July mainstay. Second question What's your best 4th of July memory ever? You know, a few years ago, my uh, oldest two kiddos were about five and six. And it was just like the perfect day where we grilled out and did some, some ribs and some, some corn on the cob and some other stuff. And then 
the kids uh, caught fireflies as the sun said. Then we did some fireworks. It was just like the, the, the perfect 4th of July where we got to hang out as a family and celebrate uh, the 4th of July the way it was in, intended to be celebrated. You know, I always say that for all the things that we do on the 4th, it's usually just the, the time with family. And I, th- this is one of the reasons I always love Thanksgiving is that's really all it is, is just eating with your family on, on, on one day. But I think that's the same with the 4th of July. The, the best things ever is when, I mean, there's fireworks and you're grilling and all that. But it's usually just watching it through your kids' eyes. That's what makes holidays so great. Yeah, that, and that was absolutely true in this instance. Like they, uh, you know, they they so love the sparklers and the bottle rockets and all that stuff, and so they were really uh, they were at that age where it was still really cool for them, and they uh, they enjoy hanging out with with dad. So that was a lot of fun for me. I love it. Final question: What's your favorite patriotic song? Man, I'm old school. Uh, give me the Star Spangled Banner any day of the week. I still get chills when I'm at a ball game, and you know, everybody stands up, puts their hand, removes their hat, puts their hand over their heart. I love that stuff. You know, I was at, and this is about as southwest Missouri as you get. I went to, I took my kids to the dirt track races on Saturday night. There was going to be fireworks at the intermission. And I loved it because right at the beginning, they like stop everything and they're like, hey, we're going to do the national anthem. And the guy who's announcing is like, and I don't even have to ask everybody to stand because I know that we're in south Missouri and there's going to be no people kneeling for the national anthem. We're all going to get on our feet. It was, it was one of those great moments as my kids are like, why is he talking about this? I was like, yeah, oh, you'll understand when you're a little bit old. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, if anybody wants to follow along with the work that you're doing in Jefferson City, how do they follow you on social media? Yeah, check us out at ago.mo.gov. That's ago.mo.gov. You can find out all the stuff we're working on to protect Missourians and fight for our constitutional rights. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, We'll keep you updated. Very good. Attorney General Andrew Bailey, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Mr. Speaker. All the best to you and your listeners. That was Andrew Bailey, our state's attorney general. That's two guests in a row and two guests with different song choices. I'm I'm sort of surprised. I thought we would have all the same song choices today. I'm still waiting for one that's just like way out of left field that, that nobody saw coming. You're like, I, I don't even know this song. Yeah, like nothing feels more patriotic to me than Here Comes the Boom or something like that. <laughs> just like a random weird song maybe we'll, maybe we'll guess it accidentally but like battle hymn of the republic Ooh, something real oh it's a great song but it's not one that i necessarily associate with the fourth but i could see somebody picking that uh it gets played at many a baptist church on a sunday morning around july 4th that's it's that's probably true. i would say it's probably the liveliest song that baptist churches do in, in the 90s maybe in right? general yeah in general i could well i don't i don't really remember it that well there's one song uh, that my favorite hymn, These Are, which this has nothing to do with you. These Are the Days of Elijah. <laughs> I, I, A, want to make that song an intro uh, bump music, obviously. Yes. B, it is such a good song, but no, it's not patriotic. <laughs> no, just uh, Pentecostal. <laughs> Very. All right. We're going to be right back. We'll have more guests coming up. Uh, joining us after these messages, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft answering the same three questions. We'll be right back. I've not taken a single penny from any country. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. Headed down south to the land of the pines. I'm thumbing my way to North Carolina. Staring up the road and pray to God I see headlights. 
One former Speaker of the House for the drive to work and another for the drive home. The Elijah Har Show on 93.3 and AM 560, the new KWTO. Welcome back to a very special 4th of July show today. We've been talking to some of our congressional and statewide officials about some of their best 4th of July memories, some of their best favorite patriotic music. And joining us now on this very special 4th of July show, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Jay, welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I know you've probably got far better things to do than be on the radio, but Secretary, we've got three questions to ask you about the 4th of July. First question, what's your favorite thing about America? Uh, that we have a government that believes the citizens know the right decisions and that the government is designed to serve the citizens, not the other way around. Ooh, look at that. Short, sweet, and mm-hmm. to the point. Second and, uh, question, Joel. Oh, well, I was going to say that's kind of along the lines of what I was just saying, because it's this weird feeling of I love my country, but I don't really love my government, you know. But what you said is right. There's no other country on the face of the earth that has the freedoms of speech that we do, that has the freedom of religion and worship and conscience that we do. And that's all because this country was founded on the idea that it's about we the people and the government is here to create an environment for us to enjoy that liberty. That's what's so special about it. I like it. Okay, question number two. <laughs> Favorite 4th of July memory? Growing up with General oh. John Ashcroft <laughs> and now having your own little Statue of Liberty and family at home, I figure you have a good answer. You know, for me, when I think of 4th of July, I think of parades. Uh, I think of meeting, throwing out Tootsie Rolls and meeting people. I remember one 4th of July when Dad was running. Uh, I went to one part of the state. My sister and her fiancé went to another part of the state. My uh, mom and dad went to separate parts of the state. My brother, we covered, I believe, nine parades that one day. Um, then I remember one day where we were all together and we hit five parades just because we started at the very beginning of one and drove as quickly as we could and made five throughout the day. Just just getting out and seeing people and celebrating the, the wonderful nature of our country. I will say this. I, I think small-town parades are so much better than big-city parades. I've been to, the, to me, like the Springfield Parade is not that great of a parade, but if you go to the the, the Marshfield Parade or uh, the, the, the... Marshfield is huge. Marshfield, <laughs> I, I said this in the last segment. Everybody in that town is either at the parade or in the parade. It, nothing else is going on in the city of Marshfield while the parade is going on. It's amazing. All right. Third question, favorite patriotic song? God bless America. I love it. It is a prayer to God to bless this great country that we founded on his values and to continue to keep it so that future generations might enjoy the blessings of liberty and tranquility that I have. Can't be better. And 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 just for our listeners, you are an occasional singer at some of the Lincoln Days, aren't you? <laughs> They usually have me sing at the end to get everybody out of the room so they don't have to pay for more rent. Uh, Mr. Secretary, if anybody wants to follow along with the work that you do as Secretary of State or follow along on your gubernatorial campaign, how do they do that on social media? Uh, at Missouri SOS on Twitter on the official, at J. Ashcroft Mo on the unofficial. Um, obviously, SOS.mo.gov for the official and Ashcroft for Missouri.com on the unofficial. 
Secretary of State, go have a great Thanksgiving or great Fourth of July. Appreciate you being with us today. Will do. Thank you. That was Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. You know, we're we're going to have Speaker of the House Dean Plocker here in a few minutes, but uh, I, I've seen this going around, and maybe they, they were posting this the last couple of years. Have you guys seen these posts last night about somebody's going to bed with ten fingers tonight for the last time in their life? I shared that. You did, I, maybe that's one of the places I you saw, might have saw it. I have on my no Facebook. idea what that means. <laughs> that some in fireworks accident today. Oh, I nearly lost one last night. Claudia and I did some one of the sparklers. So. My grandmother, this, the, the urban legend in our family is that my grandmother, when my mom was little, used to wake the girls up in the morning, jumping on their beds, holding sparklers in the house. That's American. Yeah. Yes. And so I remember a few years ago, it's like, oh, I'm going to do what my grandma did. And I tried it. I'm like immediately throwing. I was immediately like, this is the most dangerous thing is ever. Our, is our Is our culture just more nervous than our parents culture was i don't know i mean this you know this is like 50 years ago i rode in the bed of pickup trucks my whole life i would let claudia do that still maybe not for the record but you would not uh in the back of a pickup truck like around around the neighborhood or something not around town i rode on i-44 no no no. my brother and i we would leave baseball practice that's amazing and my brother we'd get a fountain soda my brother and i would ride in the bed of my dad's pickup from Spring, from Springfield to Niangua, uh, Missouri. That's a no. <laughs> but okay, that's so terrifying. I thought a few years like, ago, but like we didn't think anything of it. I'm like, I'm gonna try this. No, it's super dangerous to have sparklers inside. But last night, so we had them outside, and the lighter I had wasn't working, so I was lighting them with matches. But they were taking a while to catch, and so by the time it would catch, it would the match was burning my finger. But I did get some sympathy out of my child for that. All right, we're going to have to stop here, but I want to pick this conversation up after our next guest. Joining us now on the Elijah Har Show for this very special 4th of July episode, Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker. Dean, welcome back. Great to be on, Elijah, and happy 4th. Happy 4th to you as well. We've got Joelle, chaotic dress. Hi, Dean. Literally, stars and stripes. Yes, stars and stripes forever. All right, we got three questions for you, Dean. First question, what is your favorite thing about America? Well, I mean, on the 4th, it has to be, and it always is, what we what we work for every day is to keep our freedom, the ability to choose our own path, uh, make mistakes, and get back up, and uh, choose your day wisely and have fun. We're used to the making mistakes part. <laughs> Me personally, I can identify well, it's with something that. that not other countries afford, right? I mean, you don't have the freedom to choose what you want to do. You you make mistakes, you're ground down for life in America. You can you can make your own path. The harder you work, the better it is, uh, the easier it is to get ahead. You make your make your mistakes, you make your luck, and you get ahead. You, it's the American dream, right? I agree. That's up there. It's I think it's getting harder and harder. But it's still there. You can come from nothing and work your way up. That's right. That's right. Joelle, do you want to ask? Oh, I I have a question. I I got Joelle's like, I need to ask one of the questions, and then she forgets her prompt. Okay. Uh, Favorite 4th of July memory. Oh, wow. Well, you know, it's just such a great holiday in the middle of the year, kind of like is opposite Christmas. Um, You know, our freedom. Uh, my family, we've, we've, you know, used to, when I was a kid, go fishing down in Lebanon, Missouri, 
uh, down in Bennett, camping, doing all that. Now, uh, married with kids, uh, you know, I have younger children and, and camping in a hotel. Now growing up too fast. Yeah, Keen, now we don't really camp in a hotel. We still, uh, we still hit it outside, but you know, now we hit the fireworks. Uh, I live in St. Louis, uh, West St. Louis County. We go to watch fireworks. It's always great. Try to find it, try to go to the pool and, uh, watch fireworks and, and, uh, and just, just enjoy the family and what we have. Have you spent $200 at a fireworks stand yet? No, and I won't do that. I have to pay for education. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Final question. What's your favorite uh, patriotic song? Oh, well, you know, I, I think that's probably pretty easy. Um, there's a lot of great ones, obviously, the classics with uh, John Philip Sousa. But really, uh, I guess the one that sticks out most in my mind that I really enjoy is by Lee Greenwood, Proud to be an American. What, what, what is the John Philip Sousa song? I don't even know if I know this one. Uh, he's uh, an old composer that, that wrote a million, million patriotic songs that, that are played routinely. You'd recognize them. Oh, that's, me, oh, i got to look this like up. There's dozens of them. I'm, yes. I'm furiously Googling. Oh, yes. That's awesome. I've never heard of him. See, the this March is, King. This is how you end up being Speaker of the House. You have, you're like a well of knowledge just sharing it with people. Yeah, useless knowledge, right? <laughs> the Liberty Bell, the Marine Corps song. The Washington Post, I don't even know if that's a song or a newspaper. This is very interesting. We're going to have to read about him. He was very well, serious. I, I imagine anywhere you go, you know, Springfield will have a 4th of July celebration. I'll have a band, and they'll play John Philip Sousa all day. That's amazing. You'll recognize the songs, yeah. Speaker of the House, Dean Plucker, if, uh, if, Dean, if people want to follow along that you're, you're with the work that you're doing as Speaker of the House or for any other campaigns that may be in your future, how do they follow you on uh, on social media, or how do they find out more information about you? Well, you know, uh, Mr. Speaker, not a whole lot has changed since we last spoke. My uh, my online <laughs> is not the strongest. I love I, I, I love the fact Walker. that you always remind everybody. I'm not a big social media guy. He's he's honest. Yeah, it's and a lot Yeah. And, you know, I think the world feeds off the drama. It's not always the best. We work hard every day down there. Um, You know, we're working through uh, governor vetoes right now, uh, trying to digest exactly what he vetoed last Friday, vetoed a whole bunch of things, a little over $500 million in our budget last Friday at at 430. We're working through that. We're going to have some conference calls this week. Um, You know, we have a veto session coming up in September uh, where we work through some stuff. We'll see if anything uh, remains alive for that. But there's a lot of things that we need to work through. Uh, getting on social media and just picking fights with people, that's just not my style. I'd rather work and get some progress and uh, make headway for Missourians. And I think we're doing that. You know, we had a good year. Uh, look forward to this coming year. Very good. Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker, thanks so much for joining us today on this 4th of July. Well, thank you, Elijah. Thank you, Joelle. You guys have a great 4th, and hope you guys can get outside and enjoy some pool weather, too. You, too. We will do that. Well, that was Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker, joining us today to answer these three questions on the show. It's John. Have you found what are these? This John. How have I never heard of John? Oh, Phillips I know Cusack? the name. I, I don't know the name. Born November 6, 1954. See, I knew that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the good part I did. <laughs> American composer wrote the primary. He wrote the American military marches. So, you know, like the songs that go for each of the brands. The ones you hear again at a Baptist church on Sunday morning when they're like, <laughs> When you hear your song Stand. and that was your branch, I always was like, why are we doing this at church? But whatever. But we should hold off on that thought because 
we've got to answer the questions in the next segment. So don't tell, talk to us about what you like to sing or don't like to sing for patriotic music. Okay. And I certainly won't actually sing it. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, my daughter I am a I little have... disappointed that we did not ask Jay Ashcroft to sing the 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 national uh, he he laughs it off but he he's just, he's a serious singer as he, was he, his father well his dad was yeah. his dad was in a band called like what the singing senators the singing senators yes. four of them that traveled around and sang and where Jay, eagles land or something like that where, that, where, where eagles soar something like that yeah yeah they, land they, soar they had a song die, that they whatever. sang and they sang it a lot of different things no you're you're absolutely right about that we should have asked him to do a little rendition he would have gotten nervous. Probably not. He's probably done it enough times he wouldn't mind so much. Anyways, okay. We're going to come back. We're going to give our answers to all of these questions. Don't forget, coming up at the 5 o'clock hour, we've got a whole nother round of guests, uh, starting with right after the top of the hour news, we're going to have Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick to call and answer the questions of the day-to-day on this very special edition of the 4th of July show. Remember, as a, as a reminder, we're going to come back, we're going to answer this, and then in the 540 segment, we're going to do a snake draft. We're going to pick our Mount Rushmore of patriotic things. Garrett's very excited for it. I'm very excited for it. Joelle's very excited for it. It's our, it's our, it's our favorite part of the show, the snake draft at 540. We'll be right back. We'll answer <laughs> the question of the day next. There's a man next to you with a killer view of New York And somehow you managed to get me talking too much Yeah, there's a rhythm Yeah, there's a feeling We've been kicking these words around too long I had a feeling we were close to something Bag a deep breath under a baseball cap A one-way ticket to a heart attack Overnight tonight will be temperatures around 70 degrees. For Fox 49, I'm meteorologist Tom Schmidt. This is the Elijah Har Show with Springfield's premier news, analysis, and opinion on 93.3 and AM 560, the new KWTO. Do you remember that show Newsroom that was on TV for a while? And at the, the very first episode of Newsroom, they've got these people up on stage and they ask people, I think, like, what's your favorite thing about America? And then one guy says, freedom and freedom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's our battery of questions today. I already had several people on. Got more scheduled in the 5 o'clock hour. But now it's our turn to answer what's your favorite thing about America. Garrett, go. Freedom. No. Uh, <laughs> favorite. So I have, perf- I have two perfect answers for the next two questions. Oh, I've got two perfect answers for this question. My favorite thing about America. Uh, obviously, um, I'm on the radio. I want to make a career podcasting radio ing radioing i don't know why i said it like that but ironically uh freedom of speech has got to be by far my favorite thing about america within reason without shouting fire in a crowded theater or something ridiculous like that that doesn't infringe on other people's liberties thanks to oliver wendell holmes you can say basically whatever you want opinion wise you can hold whatever beliefs you want you can worship however you want again within reason i mean you can 
say, do, think, feel a wide, wide array of different things. And you, you can be by yourself on it. You can have millions behind you supporting you. You can be completely alone on it, but you have the right and the privilege to think or say whatever you want and then express those feelings and emotions. I, the First Amendment is my favorite, even over the Second Amendment. <laughs> Dems fighting words in, in Republican circles. All right, uh, I have two favorite things about America, and, and, and they're two things that primarily come from me watching this clip on Newsroom because he ends up, the, the primary hero talks about how bad America is and how it's just not that good. Here are my two favorite things about America. Number one, we have the strongest military in the world. It's not particularly close. We've complained or talked about how we spend more than the top 11 countries in the world combined our national defense. That doesn't specifically make America good. What makes America good is any other generation or civilization in the world would have used that military might to build an empire. The Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, the Persian Empire. We... Any other civilization in the world with the most powerful military would have expanded and built this massive continental country, and we've chosen not to do that. We're the world's policemen, for good or for bad, but we're not going and we could attack Cuba and take it over. We could attack Mexico and take it over. We've never done that. I think that's one of the things that we have the ability and power to take other people and make them make them part of our country, and we've chosen not to do that. The second thing... America by capita is the single most generous country on the face of the earth. We donate more private charitable funds than any other country in the world. Those are the two things that I think are my favorite things about America. Joel, is yours wise spending? <laughs> uh, that was America a long time ago. Although back then they didn't think so either. Um I have a lot of favorite things. I don't know. I like the religious freedom aspect, although it's, getting etched away at um i like the idea even though i do think that we're losing some of this but i like the idea that in america you can come from nothing and sort of build your own there it's still possible to sort of chart your own way and to make something of yourself even if you come from nothing and that idea of sort of the American dream. You don't have to be privileged, not have to be connected. Although I do think that that is slowly fading away and it is getting harder and harder, um, you know, to run for office, to own a business and all of those things. But, um, it, it is still the case. So I like that. We're going to, we're going to answer these questions in snake order. So Joel, next question up, what is your favorite 4th of July memory? Well, I have a few distinct ones from when I was a little kid, um, we went to some friend's house and shot off fireworks and they had a teenage son and he was, you know, going crazy. And one of them, they had this like old Buick or whatever this big car was. And so one of those spinner ones, it spun under the car and like stayed under the car lit for a while. So I remember all of us scattering. Um, and then Joplin had a thing kind of like what Springfield had firefall, but. Oh, you took it. No, I'm not taking <laughs> it. But Joplin had a big, a big thing. And I just remember. We had some friends, of course, older, again, older teenage boys that we would go with. And I remember laying on the blankets and watching the, um, <laughs> I was like seven, um, watching the fireworks with them. But in recent memory, I, I was just looking back at all of my 4th of July pictures. And when Claudia was three, um, we had done one of the parades with, with uh, Senator Blunt 
And then she was practicing her, um, the Pledge of Allegiance. And she's like three years old and she's got her hand, her little chubby hand over her art saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, I've got a couple. Um, I, I remember last year taking the kids to um, a family's house. They lived down in Clever Crane or one of these little towns. And it, it's a family. They had 13 kids. They have like 100 people show up on the 4th of July. Everybody brings food. They shot off fireworks there. The kid, like the, the kids are all my age. They shot off fireworks. It's as good a fireworks show as I can remember seeing. They did it to music. They had all the, the, you know, they did the story about, um, um, how Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Um, and I remember my son talking about like, I didn't know any of this. And I'm like, yeah, this is what, this is what the 4th of July is all about. A little history, a little reminder of how we got to where we're at today. Um, that one, or when I was a kid, I, my parents used to take us to Firefall every year. You'd crowd a hundred thousand people into an area and the fireworks show was 30 minutes long. It was choreographed to the Springfield symphony. It was the greatest 4th of July thing to ever go see. So my, my favorite memory is a little bit weird. Um, cause we've kind of been doing the same thing over and over again as a family for a long time. We haven't really switched it up and usually We'll go over to, to, uh, my grandma's house. They have a big open field. We'll shoot guns. We'll eat. I mean, it's just like, it's Thanksgiving, but outside and with guns and fireworks, which is the best part about that's Fourth fun. of July. It's great. Even though you don't believe in the Second Amendment. I, but that's not what I said. That's I know. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I'm twisting your words. Oh no. It's very American of me. Yeah. Th- this is why I can never run for office. Eclipse will come up of this moment. I, um, but I remember, and I, I was so young, I don't even remember whose house we were at, but I was with my dad, and this is probably illegal, but I think statute of limitations have run <laughs> out on this one. We were probably in the city limits of Lebanon, and I remember my dad handing me a Roman candle and just saying, you can hold this Giddy up. and and shoot fireworks from it. And I was like, Dad, I, I, that seems scary. I don't want to. What if it goes <laughs> back? And he goes, Garrett, c- come on, just try And so finally, I walk out there, it's lit, and it shoots the correct way, thank goodness, shoots the correct way. And I just remember being like, wow, this is awesome, this is really, f- I'm holding a fire. It was probably mm-hmm. the first time I had ever held a firework in my hand and watched it go off. And for some reason, I still remember it to this day. I was probably like five or six years old. Grown-up kids do that, too. I know one grown-up kid well, that likes to do that. I Although love I, my- love I love walking around carrying <laughs> Roman candles in both hands, fired away. Like, so you feel cool. like you, you feel like you're like just you're you're at Custer's last stand, <laughs> and you're facing the hordes, and you're just like fired away. Yeah, at I am Iron Man. Like it's yeah, the coolest. Exactly. As my daughter said, friend looked like Superman when he was <laughs> shooting. Okay. Uh, all right. Final question: What is your favorite patriotic song? So. This one has gained a lot of reputation, and it's somewhat recent. It's the newest rendition of an old, old song. Party in the USA? No, but that would be great. Oh, I should pick that one, though, because that's mine and my little sister's, like, song. Anytime she's like... song. Yeah, anytime she's like, oh, I had a bad day at school, I'm sad. Like, oh, we're turning on some Miley, and we're rocking out. (laughs) But I won't go with that one. I'll I'll go a little more patriotic than uh, the Wrecking Ball singer. I'm going to go with the brand new uh, Chris Stapleton's rendition of the national anthem. It hits so different than any other national anthem that I personally I have like ever Stapleton. heard. 
And Chris Stapleton's just awesome. His voice melts. Ironically, I'm going to do a version of that. Uh, I, I, my favorite all-time most patriotic song is from a scene in a movie. It's the Ray Charles version of America the Beautiful from Sandlot, where they talk oh. about one night a year oh. they get to play under the lights, and they do Ray Charles singing America the Beautiful where they're like, sprinting through and grabbing hot dogs and going to play baseball. I got chills just thinking about the scene. It is like just the most American thought of like kids in a neighborhood all playing baseball at night like their stars while the fireworks go off. Ah, it's amazing. That's a good one. Well, mine is a cliche. Um, God bless the USA by the Canadian Lee Greenwood because I grew up hearing my dad sing this song. So every time I it comes on the radio or I hear I hear it at an event, I kind of hear his voice. He had like three songs total that he rotated, and this was one of them. Um, but this was definitely his best one. So I, it's a great song. It is. Uh, it's funny because I think there are certain of these songs we've heard them so many times that at some point you sort of get tired of them. But there, you mentioned Chris Stapleton's version of the. I always think of Whitney Houston's version. Oh yeah, b- before the because like her version was so iconic. Uh, it is interesting how a different person singing the song totally changes the song. There's a, good if, or bad. Oh yeah, true. If you're um, like a psychology major or a, a professional sermon writer or something like that, there's a special message in yes. in that somewhere that like it's the same song but sung differently by a different diverse group of people Mm -hmm. can completely change the song not its meaning but how it sounds and how it feels can can i say guilty pleasure um we were at we were at the races the other night and they were doing fireworks they played courtesy of the red white and blue by toby keith it is so cheesy i just always think of love it it's a total George Bush song. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't there it's a, a line? total Gulf War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there like either a meme or at a speech or something? And he's like, what was that song? We're going to stick a boot in there. Like he said that <laughs> at some event or something. I don't know. It's so, pretty funny. To, to add on to that, just because, because we can't talk about that song and not talk about Chicken Fried by the Zach Brown Band. Why do we have to talk about Chicken Fried? <laughs> Bad because Chicken, very American. He has that song in the middle. And the fact where that comes with that, it. He has that part in the middle where everything slows down and he talks about like the ones who died gave their lives. So if if we were to pick yeah, you're right. all yeah, the yeah. songs we hate the most, Chicken Fried is in my top three. I've never gotten past like he the does, first three beats. He doesn't like it. Every at time all. I just turn I there's something about that that just doesn't click with my DNA. I hate that song. Just absolutely hate that song. It's it's like, I've never heard the middle part. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's right. There's a part that slows down and gets a little patriotic in the middle. So this hasn't turned you off from the Zach Brown band completely, though, right? Because they I, are I phenomenal. I, I, I don't. I know they were They're here like in concert a couple years ago. Chi- They're like the male Dixie Chicks of country. Whoa, 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 whoa! Right? Chicks. You can't call them the Dixie Chicks anymore. What? Dixie. It's referencing the that South. is literally their name. No, they've changed their name. Yeah. To what? I don't the know, chicks? but they Are they a bunch chicks. of ducklings running around? I think it's chicks, and uh, you have Come to say on. you have to say Dolly Parton Stampede. Yeah. Which I didn't know. And I'm done. Yeah. They are the chicks. Hurt. They're no. just called the chicks. <laughs> I mean, well, to there... be fair, they disappeared after 9-11 because, remember, they criticized George W. Bush and every radio station stopped playing their songs. In 2003, they, they oh, criticized Bush. Hilarious. They got banned from the radio. They reunited in the, the, in the 20, 2010s 
but they removed Dixie from their name. They, they've never been heard from again. Yeah, they don't exist. The you want you Give criticize America, you'll never be heard from again. Well, unless you're a liberal. I don't know. Well, that, I think, I think that's not Who was the true. other country band that changed their name? Remember oh, the, Lady A. Lady, Lady yeah, Antebellum. Because Antebellum it's was still, what but does here's A stand the best for? Part, <laughs> no, here's the best part of that story. Lady Antebellum decides to change their name. They had some good songs. Th- they did have some good songs. They get rid of the Antebellum and they call themselves Lady A. Here's the rest of the story. Oh, yeah, they Paul get Hardy sued, right? No! There's another band that already existed that, if my memory serves me correct, was an African-American band. No. Lady Antebellum sues them to take over the name Lady A. Oh, they sued you the, can, they sued the they original. Sued the they were like, oh, we can't, we can't say Antebellum because that's racist. We'll just take, we'll just culturally appropriate a name <laughs> from an African-American band. Ooh. That is peak liberalism right there. And I'm that, embarrassed. This is not what country music is made for. Well, that's the thing. Lady A that's disappeared be- after that happened. This is the thing. If you, I, I hate the, the line liberals woke, get rock and but if roll, you go but woke, we get you country. Broke, it is true. You think about it. The Dixie Chicks criticize the America because of the the Iraq War. They disappear. Lady Antebellum. We're going to change their name to Lady A. They disappeared. You've never heard from them yeah. again. If well, you if you go that direction, you will disappear. I also, you know, Taylor. Swift, the liberal from Tennessee. I've, I've heard of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yes, I well, have. you know, she was a country music artist when she started, and now she's a liberal rock and roller. So all I'm saying is, we get country music. They, you know, the liberal. And as Taylor became an outspoken liberal, opposing Marsha Blackburn when she ran for Senate in Tennessee, she leaves country music and goes mainstream. So Wait, who ran for Senate in Tennessee? What? This woman, Marsha Blackburn, she's a senator from Tennessee. And she had a pretty tough race, sort of. And Taylor Swift came out suddenly with like a big political opinion opposing oh, okay. uh, Blackburn. I so, thought you meant opposing like running against her. I was no, like, no, when no. Did like, this she was saying, you know, we can't vote for her because, you know, Tennessee. In Tennessee. This in, is the in, amazing thing. If Taylor Swift ran for Senate in, in Tennessee, in any yeah. state, she'd be lucky to get 40% of the vote in Tennessee. You think yeah. so? Oh, yes. yeah. It's a, it's 100% a, celebrities. It's a rural conservative she would state. Get slaughtered yeah i always say this for people that are like oh I, i'm pretty popular i want to run for office i always say running for office is the single fastest way to find out how unpopular you are <laughs> because unless you're elijah who's never lost an election but cricket at your <laughs> well it's true but at your I, well what am i supposed to say but, well everybody else can find out how unpopular they are well but i mean let's say for me even at my best i think my best race i don't even know if i crack 60 percent in any of my races that means 40 plus percent of the people in my district voted against me and like i was running as people that weren't even campaigning like Anybody who runs for office, you find out really quickly, like Taylor Swift, oh, she can charge a $1,000 a ticket and sell out a stadium. But if she wants to run for office, you're going to find out 60% of your state absolutely hates you. And I I think this is what a lot of celebrities don't understand. Um, And, you know, we talked about it in the local races, state races, presidential races. These people that are, Michael Bloomberg's like, oh, I'm the 10th richest person on earth. I'll just spend a bunch of money and win. No, you won't. He, he could even make it to the first primary. It is incredibly difficult in politics to get elected when you are outside the ideals of the people you're running represent. Well, Roy used to say that 
Senator, former Senator Blunt, he's like, you just have to realize when you're running for office, like 30% of the people don't like you. They're never going to like you. They're not going to vote for you. So just don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. We are out of time. We're going to come back five o'clock hours next. More of these interviews coming up. And at 540, a very special patriotic graft. We'll be right back. To the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land wasn't made for you and I.